It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. The ex-president tried to pressure uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Pence into violating the Constitution. And I think uh, they likely found out a lot more about those efforts uh, today. It was a long time he was in there. Know that uh, many of the uh, advisors to the then president knew that what they were suggesting was false. They had no evidence that there had been any widespread corruption, that the election was legitimate. How much uh, of that was discussed with between Pence and Trump? Uh, you know, there were meetings that Pence was in uh, that we didn't have complete information about. <laughs> we're just going to do that voice all week. Yes. Ruthlessly absurd. Mike Pence has testified. Yeah. Did we see that coming, Travis? I don't think we saw that coming. No. We thought it was going to go to the Supreme yeah. Court. I don't know. What the what the? Five hours he testified. That's a, that's just a said good chunk of time. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's ruthlessly absurd, isn't it? Uh, yes. Oh, Glenn Kirshner, who joins us in just a few minutes. Ooh. This is way after you and I go to bed, as we discussed previously. <laughs> yes, we I discussed with Stephanie Rule. That's his nighttime, Stephanie. I'm his morning stuff. There's I a, don't. There's no way I'm up for nighttime stuff. There's so I don't care that he cheats on me and yells because at least he yells my name out. There's stuff on TV after 5 p.m. Yeah, That's I the good who knew? Song. Who knew? Oh, I watched the Carol Burnett 90th. I started, I texted Jody, I texted Jody, I literally, they were four seconds in and I was crying already. Yeah, by the time we got, by the time, like a couple of minutes in, you got to the Lily Tomlin tribute, I was bawling. Because what she said about Carol, Lily did for me. That was like, just paying it forward and knew who I was and supported me when I was, you know, baby DJ and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I was bawling. It was beautiful. It was. Oh, my God. Really well done. Really, really good. Oh, my God. Alice and Janney, so funny. I'm not familiar with your work. (laughs) (laughs) But to have this many big stars kissing your ass, you must be really good. How did you manage to get it? Because you were asking me how. Oh, on demand. I just Uh, yeah. 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 I didn't think I I didn't know how to do it. I know. Someone's like, set your DVR. I'm like, I don't know how. Sorry. Listen, all I know is it erased Bill Maher, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with it. Good. Just in case that accidentally comes Don't back. Which, by the way, this is in my triggering Frangela stack today. Thank you, Mehdi Hassan, for calling Bill Maher out. What has happened to him with these right-wing talking points he stumbles into? Mm-hmm. And Mehdi is right. It's lazy. What did he say? Uh, Mehdi Hassan, hold, please. He said uh, that Bill Maher thinks black people aren't addressing gun violence in their communities tells you much more about Bill Maher than it tells you about black people. My response to Maher's recent comments, both lazy and offensive, on violence in Chicago. First of all, just right-wing trope. First of all, Chicago. We get it, right? Black, it's black, Oh, my black, God. Black, black. Yes, blackity-blackity-black. We get it. But, you know, many did some uh, statistics that I don't know how many people know. But first of all, white people kill white people at about the same rate black people kill black people. Yeah. And it's just, oh my God, we see you when you say Chicago. It's just, anyway. And black people do to have, you know, rallies against gun violence all the time and speak out against violence in their communities. I think Bill Maher actually used the phrase, you, those people, something like that. Why don't, <laughs> okay, where was I? Oh, from, that was- From his I, Brentwood I, enclave. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got waylaid on my DVR. Yeah. You got, 
because of Carol Burnett. You fell into the yes. Bill, okay. Bill Marditch. I apologize. Oh, okay. Here was my point. Okay. Stephanie Rule. Oh, yeah. She's on it. Way night. after. Yeah. That's almost when we get up when Stephanie Rule's on. I get up at 1.30. Glenn Kirshner said, I discussed with Stephanie Rule the nugget of prosecution gold in Pence's book that further proves Donald Trump's corrupt intent. If some of y'all, y'all stayed up, you know what he's talking about, but I don't. I'm going to ask him in like 15 minutes. <laughs> What's the gold? What is it? What is it? Yeah, he's already, this is the thing with these stupid people and their stupid books. By the way, I'm not buying any of your, their stupid books, but you can get an I'm not buying your stupid book t-shirt at stephaniemiller.com. Can you still get the uh, Stephanie Miller of... Shadow for Delicious? No, of the ice, uh, this, this book. Can you still get this oh, book? Oh, Sexy Liberal of Me, I say. That's it. I'm sure you can get it somewhere buy her stupid book sure yes just mine just buy my <laughs> yes and i'm going through my entire catalog of sexy liberal tour t-shirts okay. because sexy liberal tour cranking up again we have frangelo we have john fugel saying today we had house sparks yep. yesterday sexyliberal.com bam get those tickets at one show only in 2023 in la it's going to be star-studded please come join us and then we're cranking up the getting the band back together for election year we've sold quite a few tickets already oh, that's so. what i heard the front rows sold out yeah like, bam in a few yeah. seconds so, yeah so Get those tickets. We have poltergeist. Okay. <laughs> also, we have uh, Angelo, Car- Angelo Carasone of mm-hmm. uh, Media Matters today Our old to buddy. talk about little, the whole. A little to talk about with him. Yeah, Tucker stuff, etc. So we have a big show. It's it's Travis's star-studded extravaganza before he goes on right. vacation next week. Yeah, he's out. Yes, to all your to y'all's mamas. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Who said? Oh dear. The ongoing death rate, while much lower than earlier in the pandemic, is holding remarkably steady at a rough pace of 100,000 Americans a year. The casual normalization of COVID deaths over three years is a national moral failing. Who said that? Uh, Bunny Bubbles and Beulah. No, that was in the uh, New York Times piece on the moral failing of our time because we're selfish idiots. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, Oh, and this, by the way, so then the other mistake I make is sometimes I'll see a little clip of Trump and I don't really have time. And I just saw him. He was like going, "Uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, uh," And I was like, what was that? So I came down and asked you, I made the mistake of asking you too. What was that? What was he doing? And then you told me. He was making fun of a trans weightlifter. He's doing an impression. Okay. Okay. The fact that it was not over with the, uh, 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 you know, imitating the reporter with a disability is also the great moral failing of our time that that was not completely over then okay so he was uh physically mocking a trans uh weightlifter okay because he's such a fine athletic figure of right, a man right that is cert- sure easy for him to yeah yeah oh sure um also in other republicans are all awful i'm sorry but they just are mm-hmm. uh marjorie taylor green tells a witness she's not qualified to talk about children in school because she's quote not a biological mother yeah. Uh, incredibly cruel and wrong-headed attack to uh, to attack adoption like that. Tweets uh, Ryan Grimm. Mm. Oh, that was to the head of the teachers union. Yeah. Yeah, who's an adoptive parent, who's apparently not a real parent. Doesn't wow, count. you know what, uh, GOP, you just, you run on this stuff. Run on all this. Fantastic. Ted Lou said, why are MAGA Republicans so obsessed over which uh, over Americans who are transgender, what happened to freedom and letting people choose to be the person they want to be? Why should government be involved in these imp- right. intensely personal decisions? Right. That's what Joe Biden's, you, you know, campaign launch was about, and I think he's right on the money. Yeah. it's about freedom. Mm-hmm. When since when the government? I mean, they're trying to tell women 
trans people, gay people, what they can do, what you can do with your body, who you can love. It's okay. They want to tell you who can call your bingo game? Right. What? Who said that? Okay. They, they don't drag, like queen drag, bingo. drag queens. Oh, drag queens can't call bingo. your bingo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Drag yeah. queen bingo, man. It's a staple oh. in the gay community. Wow. And bachelorette did, parties. Did not know. It was not. Well, because I go to bed at, at stupid o'clock. Yeah, get up at insane o'clock. Yeah. They do I'm pro- actually getting up at like ass o'clock now. I know it's getting earlier. You know, yeah, you're. I think that, I'm growing hair out of my ears. They, yeah. they do bingo brunches. You could do that in the morning. Oh, yeah. Brunch, good. I, I hear like, oh. stuff going on up there like way earlier than normal. Oh, that's just the dogs, probably. Oh. oh. No, you. I think it's oh, you. Oh, 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 yes. I get up earlier now. Yes. 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 Okay. I actually, uh, my girlfriend's in Chicago's playing, who I love. I believe Frances lost her black card going to Chicago. She also loves yes. Chicago. Yeah. But I was like, oh, can they start at like four? That's what the, where I am. I love that band. You know, grew up with them. And I'm like, is there a matinee? She's like, no, it's a it's a concert. Yeah. That's happening at night. Concerts are night. <laughs> Musicians are are generally <laughs> notorious. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, who knew? Well, I mean, how Sparks yesterday was saying he wants us to come to one to of the his whiskey? jam sessions At, on a Tuesday uh, night on a school night. I'm like, what? <laughs> Shut the show down for a day what? for that. What? Have to take a nap. Okay. And stay up late. All right. Um. Oh, here's my happy clappy for the day. Okay. Who said it's not only Biden? Down ballot Democrats are headed for big wins in 2024 as well. Trump's consistent on popularity, plus state GOP surveillance and harassment of women, plus strong Biden economy equals MAGA doom. Who said that? Swinging Teddy Barra. No, David Frum. From that same piece I quoted yesterday, don't get happy. Bob Seska rule's still in effect. However, I'm just saying, this is why we're cranking up sexy liberal early, right? Because fascism, because that's why. Do all yes. we can. And also feelings about Biden's age. I'm big excited. I'm the big excited. Did see, you see? That's the, that's the cranky sound the Clyde's yeah. making. That's how I feel when anyone brings up Biden's age. Did you see Nikki Haley brought up Biden's age yesterday? <laughs> oh, my. Nikki Dayton, Haley said he's going to die. Com- after complaining a- that she was told that yeah. she's past her prime. I know. Lot Can of, I just say her. to quote Tucker Carlson, she is the biggest that's ever did. Do you know what I'm saying? That is, that was awful. Yeah. What a, Okay, you know, it's in my thought bubble. The C word? The Tucker word. Yes, yes. Carlson, right. That's the C word. Okay. She's a Carlson. Seriously. I mean. After having the nerve of complaining that someone. She said it's very unlikely he'll be alive. Yeah, I know. Why? He's in perfect condition. He cycles. He runs up ramps. He's, I mean, it's not like she has any reason to even like say that. It's fear mongering about boogity boogity black. Ooh, Kamala Harris, look, boogity boogity, boo. The reason she said it. Black vagina, black. The reason she said it is that she is so far down in the polls that that's the only way that she can get people to cover her. Yeah, but but besides being based on nothing, that is just horrible and cruel. Yeah. Like, not to say, like, oh, well, that would be a national tragedy if a president were to pass away in office, but she's just like, oh, it's very unlikely he's going to survive. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And by the way, thank you. This is my... God bless the United States and our Gen X and other. God bless Z United States. Stem cells and whatever, all y'alls. I lost track of the alphabet, all you youngins. Uh, Chris says, uh, Steph, Biden is only older than Trump by 1,300 days or 3.56 years. That's what I thought, depending on what yep. month it is. It's either, it's three and a half years. Yeah. It's not even quite four years. Okay. 
I'm Jen X, and I am tired of the pre-Civil War mentality, racism, bigotry, gender hang-ups, homophobia, Christian nationalism, uh, spelled with three Ks, and everything got off that god-awful party stands for today has to be crushed, not a little, but by a lot. The children, I believe children are the future, and they will save us. By children, I mean anyone less than 60 at this point. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead Yes, thank you. All right, so we have a big show. Glenn Kirshner coming up in just a few minutes. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there is. Ted Cruz might be going in the hole, too. In Jack Smith wants those tapes. Mean. Yeah, 18 minutes after the hour. This Oh, and we got to talk to Glenn about the uh, E. Jean Carroll trial. Can we just give a huge shout-out to her and her yeah. bravery again and say we stand with her? Good for her. She said to Taco Penis, she said, you don't get to, you know, you don't get to beat me up because I didn't scream. Some women scream, some women, women, women don't. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're in shock and it's happening so fast and she, you know, whatever. It's just, this is. It seemed like, uh, from what I read, he yeah. seemed like a bully. Yeah. Yes. And, and that does yeah. not look good. It's not going to be a jury. Well. That's no. all they've got. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 19 minutes after the hour. This point, I'm sorry, it's a little late spurt there. Goodness. Thought I was done, didn't you? Yeah. And then a little. Wait. A little bit more. Okay. You got spunk. Well, I hate spunk. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. the Stephanie Miller show. Oh, look at this. It's another unsolicited testimonial to me. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and y'all too. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rich for Justice tweets, you all need to be listening to Stephanie Miller and her amazing crew and guests. It will help you navigate this alternative timeline. Steph and company have great skill in bringing out laughter, silliness, sensible politics, and you know, facts, the news, the truth, and the farts start here. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. God bless you and God bless the United States. God bless fart jokes. All right. Hey, and you know what else? We know the difference between good and evil. Stuart Stevens, former Republican strategist, uh, says this will not stop until Russia is defeated. Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Marjorie Taylor Greene oppose giving a European democracy the weapons it needs to fight the Russian dictator dedicated to rebuilding the Soviet Union. That is more than bad policy. It is evil. That's uh, that's what we're down to in this election. Good and evil. Do you stand against, uh, you know, when they keep and by the way, some of these folks that have come so on the left to go oh we're anti-war that's why we're you know defending putin or whatever no you're defending genocide you're defending a dictator and by the way the war if you want war to stop all that all that has to happen is putin stops he stops the war ends his terrorist attack against a sovereign nation yep it's like they say right if putin stops the war is over if ukraine stops fighting ukraine's over i mean it's yeah Stuart also said, uh, Stuart Stevens says, I can't think of a faster way to alienate middle class voters than attacking education. Most families organize their lives around doing everything possible to give kids better education. Ron DeSantis is attacking their dreams in a sick effort to win some mythical woke primary. Um, and you made a great point, Travis, during the break about Marjorie Taylor Greene attacking adoptive parents well, she, yesterday. She's saying that adoptive parents aren't real parents. So all of these babies that are born through forced pregnancies yeah. because they can't have abortions in their state, are these being put up to adoption and are they not yeah. real parents? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, those aren't real children or real parents, according yeah. to Marjorie Taylor. Let's think Green. about that, Marge. Uh, Lucretia in even Clyde is is upset. Yeah, Clyde's upset about the hypocrisy. Clyde has really had enough. <laughs> He's had it up to here. <laughs> Lucretia in Milwaukee. Hello. Good morning. It is your official sweaty church whore, and I am sweating today. Oh, speaking of that embarrassment, uh, perjury, traitor, formerly greed. Um, so yes. Yesterday, I was uh, I saw a video of a House Committee on Homeland Security where it was they were discussing about this disgusting commemorative coin that shows Haitian immigrants being whipped. That that ungrateful sow supposedly laughed during the proceedings, and I'm glad that Congressman Payne and Congresswoman Clark called her on it and went on the and then she goes on the fence of saying she wasn't laughing that she was laughing at something else. You know, bitch, no one has to attack you for political points. Yeah. And also, too, you were cold in the fact that you were being defensive about it. It shows your guilt. Democrats can get political points without going after you and your KFC uh, coleslaw pork butt. You know, I can't see her, Lucretia, without without hearing Ellie Mistal in my head calling her unfrozen cave woman, congresswoman. Because she does. She looks like a Neanderthal. She looks like she has her brain and everything else yeah. is not fully formed. Right. Would she be considered a troglodyte in yes. that case? Yes. Talking caveman? Good use of that troglodyte word. Troglodyte Marge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. She's cracking herself up, the sweaty church whore. Because, you know, you're not supposed to laugh in church. So Until someone la- next to you laughs, and then you, you right. know, catch the laugh. The church giggles. Right. Yeah. Helen in uh, Tennessee. Hi, Helen. Yeah, hi. This hi. is my first time ever calling. Hey, this is my first time ever calling. I've been listening since. The Bush years. Oh my wow. God. Um, <laughs> when y'all played, we're not going to take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I was calling because back in 2016, I noticed that any time on the news that they mentioned Hillary Clinton's candidacy, the words, her emails, were in the same breath or the same sentence. And I'm seeing it again with the Biden candidacy. Anytime you hear his name on the news, whether it's NPR or anything, you hear his age yeah. in the same sentence, Good the point. same breath. And I think we need to Eric Bollert this. And um, yeah. yep. I have written my local NPR station asking them to please not do this. And, Helen, I'm sorry. It's know, a hard break. Basically... It's a hard break. Well, we love okay. you. All right. Glenn Kirshner next. Well, I think it's likely significant. Um, he had many of his top advisors and the vice president did come in and talk to us, but they weren't always with uh, Vice President Pence. Uh, there were times that we know of, for example, the morning of January 6th, where then President Trump and then Vice President Pence spoke on the phone, and uh, there were people who know all of the uh, details of that conversation. But clearly it's not just that. They had many conversations. They used to have lunch once a week. Now is the court reporter going to have to, um, you know, notate who is the C and who is the CS bitch on that call? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just because I believe that was bandied, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, one more Zoe Lofgren real quick. So some of it goes to, you know, what efforts the uh, then president made what uh, he knew and what his state of mind was. 
Um, you know, I, I think that the vice president has a lot of information, and my guess is, he, you know, he, he went through steps to avoid testimony, but as soon as he was obligated uh, to testify, he went ahead and did that. And I think, uh, I have no doubt, really, that he answered the questions openly, honestly, and fully, mm -hmm. uh, just because that's the kind of guy he is. Well, let's see if someone agrees. It's time for the getting of the, you know. Thank God. Former U.S. Attorney yeah. Glenn Kirchner is here. Yeah. Get me Glenn Kirchner. Yes. Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirchner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. Glenn MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirchner. On the Stephanie Miller Show all day. I blue-eyed. Glenn Kirchner. We got that Glenn Kirchner now and I feel okay. Glenn Kirchner. I love you so much. I don't care that you have an evening, Stephanie, and a morning, Stephanie. Because <laughs> at least you're yelling my name out. Stephapalooza. You're yelling my name. It doesn't matter. You said I discussed with Stephanie Rule way after my bedtime the nugget of prosecution gold in Pence's book that further proves Donald Trump's corrupt intent. Do tell. <laughs> tell oh, me what you, you know, told the other Steph. People are like, well, isn't this just more of the same? Pence already talked in his book. Pence wrote an op-ed. Pence has gone on Fox Entertainment giving interviews. And here's why this is concretely different. None of those statements are admissible in court, right? We had so many statements that we heard, for example, from Cassidy Hutchinson during the January 6th hearing. What did she testify to? Pat Cipollone told me that Donald Trump said the following. Mark Meadows told me that Donald Trump said the following. Steph, for eight hours yesterday, the, the very vice president who served Donald Trump testified and he related under oath deeply and sharply incriminating evidence, and it came right out of the orange horse's mouth himself. That is directly admissible at the future trial as a statement of a party opponent. That's why it was so valuable when Pence testified. I agree with Zoe Lofgren. I, I actually believe he testified truthfully because he you know, falsely believes he has a political future and he doesn't want to catch a perjury charge by lying in the grand jury. Yeah. But when he says things like Donald Trump pressured me relentlessly, told me I was a wimp if I didn't go along with this corrupt scheme, called me the P word, said he made a mistake uh, uh, asking me to be his vice president. And here is the goal, the prosecutorial goal. He said Donald Trump at one point when he was pressuring me said, you know what your problem is, Pence, you're too honest bingo you know what that gives wow. us prosecutors the opportunity to prove donald trump's corrupt intent he knew what he was asking pence to do was dishonest that i mean that is evidentiary manna from heaven yeah i mean well first of all can you tell us because yesterday we thought oh there's still he's going to still try to not testify what exactly happened with it he ended up testifying for what like five hours yesterday yeah right? it, it was crazy what happened was the appellate court in dc on thursday afternoon ruled that donald trump can't use executive privilege to stop mike pence from testifying and 9 a.m the next day yesterday uh yesterday i guess yeah. Um, uh, he arrives at the courthouse and spends eight hours before the grand jury. So Donald Trump either didn't have time to try to appeal it up to the Supreme Court or he declined to. Because remember, the courts have been ruling against Donald Trump on the executive privilege claim 
over and over and over and over and over again. It would have been pointless to go to the Supreme Court. They probably would not have accepted the appeal or reviewed the case. But boy, you know, just when, you know, historic seems to have lost its meaning. But when a vice president testifies about the crimes of the president he served, Pretty damn historic. Yeah, another another big effing deal day yesterday. Um, this speaking of corrupt intent also seems like a big deal. Washington Post, I know you know this, uh, revealed the behind the scenes. Trump hired uh, a law firm for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to find voter fraud in twenty twenty. They found nothing. Uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith and his team at the DOJ questioned the founder of the firm about his work disproving Trump's uh, claims. Ken Block, founder of Simpatico Software, studied more than a dozen voter fraud theories and allegations for Trump's campaigns in late 2020, found all were false. No substantive voter fraud was uncovered in my investigations looking for it, nor was able to confirm any of the outside claims of voter fraud that I was asked to look at. Every fraud claim I was asked to investigate was false. And I believe this is the second Aren't there two companies he hired that, you know, that this is so he was told a myriad of times and ways that there was no proof for his claims. So so he knew. Right. Yeah. The evidence of Donald Trump's corrupt intent, criminal mens rea, guilty state of mind that's saying the same thing in three different ways has been proved over and over and over again. And by Donald Trump's own words, when he was told that there was no election fraud undermining the result. He said, I don't care. Just say there was and leave the rest to me and my Republican allies in Congress. I just expressed to you evidence that proves his corrupt intent beyond a reasonable doubt. The only thing we're waiting for now, Steph, is a federal indictment. Uh, Glenn, speaking of um, <clears throat> this, uh, um, what do you call it? Congre- you leave it to my congressional friends. How, how much trouble is Ted Cruz in? Jack Smith wants to look at the recently revealed tapes of Ted Cruz outlining a proposal for overturning the election. There, These are the Abby Grossberg tapes. He is talking to uh, Maria Bartiromo at Fox News. Grossberg's attorney said she remains committed to cooperating fully with the federal probes. On the tapes, Cruz laid out to Mar- Maria Bartiromo his idea of establishing a quote-unquote commission that it would, would investigate Trump's baseless claims of election fraud, give Congress a pretext to reject certifying the electors, a process that would have let Republicans elect Trump uh, in a vote of state house delegations i said when we heard this tape earlier this week and played it on the show glenn you can dress this up in all the lawyerly senatorial language you want this is a coup this is him on tape planning a coup is it not yeah he was certainly um advocating for the commission of a crime um the question is did he take enough steps to actually commit a crime when he said all we need to do is set up this sham bogus commission have them declare that uh, election fraud undermined the election's results and we can install donald trump in the white house for a second term over the will of the american voters i'm sorry ted i have never seen that clause in the constitution that allows for a sham commission to negate the will the expressed will of the american voters so this is It's deeply corrupt, unpatriotic and undemocratic. And Jack Smith, I am confident, will get to the bottom of whether it's also criminal such that Ted Cruz should be charged with a crime. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the E. Jean Carroll trial, because, boy, women hear us roar. I have to say she speaks for so many women. I think, Glenn, she is 
I think, so brave. And it, God bless her, she gets her day in court. And also, I think, you know, goes to prove why so much rape goes unreported, right? Why did, the bullying? Why didn't you scream? Why didn't you call 911? I mean, it, it, and I think she said something like that. Like, this is exactly why a lot of women don't report. Um, you know, and there's uh, Takopina bullying her. So she, um, she was questioned, uh, you were supposedly raped. Joe oh. Takapina said, I was raped, Carol responded. Um, she, um, she said, uh, Takopina asked why she didn't scream. I love what she said. I'm not a screamer. I was in a panic fighting. You can't beat up on me for not screaming. People always ask, why didn't you scream? Some women scream, some do not. He raped me whether I screamed or not and uh, started sobbing. And she said, if I was trying to make a lie, I would say I was screaming my head off, but I did not scream. I did not scream. I mean, I don't feel feel like from what I'm hearing, Takopina did uh, Trump any favors. You know, Steph, Joe Takopina is exhibit A as to why so many women are um, unwilling or afraid to report the sexual assault they've been subjected to because then, then they get dragged into court and a guy like Joe Takapina calls them liars and beats them up in front of a hundred people sitting in a public courtroom. Steph, I handled rape and sexual assault cases early on back in the eighties as a prosecutor. I realized that was just not the kind of cases that I wanted to handle as a career prosecutor. They are extraordinarily difficult. We have career sex offense prosecutors who are doing God's work, helping victims of sexual assault through the extraordinarily painful process. But think about this. The overwhelming majority of people who report sexual assault are telling the truth. And, And Steph, every one of them get dragged into court and called a liar by the Joe Takapinas of the world. You know what? I embrace everybody's right to confront and cross-examine their accuser. It's our Sixth Amendment right, but we need to do better by the victims because sexual assault survivors should not be put through what Joe Takapina is doing to E. Jean Carroll, in my opinion. You know, I have to say, I don't know whether it was, I'm sure it was Trump and Takapina and someone else on his team I thought my head was going to explode when they say one of the reasons she did this, you know, it's for money, it's for attention. What woman in the universe wants this kind of attention, right? She said, um, she, well, first of all, she said she was inspired by the, you know, stories at the uh, New York Times uh, story on Harvey Weinstein. She said, it caused me to realize staying silent does not work. This morning, but she talked about this morning, for instance, I thought I would just take a peek at my Twitter. I found an onslaught of vile messages, including the one calling me a slut, ugly, old, um, um, and he, she said, I couldn't be more proud to be here. So, you know, I, I, honestly, I can't say enough about her bravery because there is no woman in the world that wants that. Who wants this kind of attention? This is what happens to no, every woman and, that, that. And, you know, Harvey Weinstein's forward. accusers were called liars. And the jury said, yeah, no, Harvey, you're the abuser. R. Kelly's victims were called called liars. And the jury said, no, R. Kelly, you're the abuser. I think. I hope that justice is done and this jury verdict goes the same way. But, you know, it's it just it gets me so frustrated that anyone who reports a sexual offense gets drawn to gets gets like dragged through the mud and called a liar when, in fact, they are not lying. That is not a fair system of justice, in my opinion. I have a, a female friend. I was I told the story this week, Lynn, that I was shocked that said, well, why did she go in the dressing room with him? 
And I was like, this is why women don't come forward. If you read the whole story, Glenn, and I'm sure you have, first of all, you know, she, he's the famous guy. She thinks they're joking around. She, you're not going to think Donald Trump's going to rape you in a department store. She said they were joking around. She said the door was open mm-hmm. to the lingerie. They were, she, again, that any woman's going to think this is going to happen or that she's somehow responsible, you know, because for him raping her, it just makes me crazy anyway. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, so, but also just the him talking and his son talking. You said in two cases, prosecutors and judges try to rein in Trump's threatening, fraudulent, dangerous posts. It's beyond time for a gag order. You said with his recklessly threatening post during the E. Jean Carroll case, Trump may be buying himself a criminal charge in connection with a civil case. Not easy to do. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, I, I don't understand why the whole world has to adjust its behavior to accommodate Donald Trump's threats and reckless posts, right? Judges have to alter their behavior. Prosecutors and their families are getting threatened and they need to you know, go out and find protection. Uh, jurors, both grand jurors and trial jurors are outed and threatened. And everybody has to adjust their behavior, but nobody is willing to put a gag order on Donald Trump to tell him to stop. That's a little bit of insanity. And when I saw the judge tell the jurors, Steph, in the E. Jean Carroll case, well, y'all should just lie to one another about your true names. And, and the judge said, if you're a Bill during this trial, you can be a John. That is corrosive and, in my opinion, damaging yeah. to the deliberative process that we ask jurors to go through openly, honestly and candidly talk about the evidence in the case and whether they should vote one way or another. That needs to be an open, honest, candid endeavor and discussion. And the judge is saying, would it kill you to lie about your names to one another so Donald Trump doesn't know who you are? When in the heck, when in the heck is a judge going to say, I'm putting a gag order, a narrowly tailored gag order on Donald Trump to make him flip and stop? Yeah. Um, Have you ever heard the phrase, be careful what you wish for? I don't think Jim Jordan has. As you uh, tweeted... (laughs) Prosecutor Mark Pomerantz to testify to Jim Jordan's committee. Jordan might want to buckle up. Um, And you just said uh, Pomerantz, a former organized crime and RICO prosecutor, will run circles around Jim Jordan and his Republican cohorts. Um, It's going to be delicious, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I say to Jim Jordan, buckle up, buttercup, because you're (laughs) going to get your head tap danced all over by Mark Pomerantz. Here's the thing. Bragg withdrew his appeal, trying to put a stop to that subpoena and negotiated some favorable conditions, including Bragg's general counsel, Leslie Dubeck, who seems to be a real fighter, is going to be sitting shoulder to shoulder with Mark Pomerantz so they can put a stop to any inappropriate questions that Jordan asks that might compromise the ongoing prosecution and investigations in New York into Donald Trump. But Pomerantz is going to be free to answer every question about why he believed to his core there was enough evidence to indict and convict Donald Trump in New York. Jim Jordan bought bought himself a world of trouble, which is probably why he wants to do it behind closed doors. Yay. Did I hear a rumor that you might want to join the sexy liberal uh, indictment tour in Los Angeles? 
October yeah, 21st. You asked me, ask me to go anywhere and you know I'm there. <laughs> Maybe we'll get your stunt double Rob Reiner to come again, too. <laughs> I would love to partner up with, with uh, Rob again. That was so much fun. It's fantastic. We would love to have you. It's going to be star-studded. Only one show, 2023. I think we should just call it the Indictment Tour. Who knows how many more we'll be in by then. Why? Why? I love it. All right. Our justice is coming, Steph. Yeah! yeah. Love you. <laughs> Legal rock star, Glenn Kirshner. Horse-faced lesbians. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Seven minutes after the hour, we were just talking about how magical and random it was. The South Korean president was singing American Pie, and it did sound like Kim Jong, uh, Jim Ward's impression of Kim Jong Un. It's not right. Don't say Revy. Don't. I didn't. Okay. Chevy. He drove his Chevy where? Okay. To, to the levee. All right. I love that song. Uh huh. It was just <laughs> random. All right. Um, Justice Gorsuch, Gorsuch trying to sell a 40-acre property for two years. Nine days after his confirmation, he sold it and didn't disclose the buyer. Glenn Kirshner said it's hard to have a measured response to a revelation like this, which continues to expose the rot, compromise, and conflict at the Supreme Court. Frankly, my reaction upon reading the latest unethical reveal was, you got to be f***ing me. Oh, he's getting warmed up for sexy liberal. Yeah. Dropping those S-bombs on Twitter. Yeah. Potty mouth. That's I like it. Angela Carasone from Media Matters to talk about Tucker Carlson next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Twenty million good-paying jobs were created during the eight years of the Clinton presidency, and he eliminated the deficit. In fact, he created a budget surplus. President Barack Obama inherited the Great Recession, fiscal irresponsibility, and 14 million good-paying private sector jobs were created during the presidency of Barack Obama, and he reduced the deficit by a trillion dollars took it from 1.5 trillion to 500 billion hakeem jeffries big slapping them with the facts oh yeah Holding oh them as out. is leslie jones by the way we're going to talk to uh frangela about bill maher's thoughts on you know black crime in chicago mm-hmm. or whatever the right-wing talking point is leslie jones says the uh, they are not even in the top 20 of deadliest cities chicago there are many many right. red state cities that have uh much uh, higher crime rates um if only there was a fine american that was out there fact checking every day yeah. doing bowlerting as we call it <laughs> eric bowlerting in memory of our our beloved uh, angela carasone ceo of media matters seeing your handsome mug all over the tv these days good morning 
Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on. Well, it's just been a, a it's kind of a stunning week, even for you, right? For <laughs> Tucker Carlson, etc. Um, tell us, you know, just what your initial reaction was. Were you because you had tweeted that you've been saying for years they've been losing money on Tucker Carlson's yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of times, and and I understand it, but I think a lot of times people, when there's some moment of needed accountability, with especially with the right wing. Uh, and the person doesn't get immediately fired or they immediately change their behavior. The assumption is, well, there was a failure and they lost. And, you know, when you go after someone's advertisers, first of all, that's a really big thing to do. I think it should only happen in really extreme circumstances, right? But when you do it, um, the idea is that, oh, well, then they'll change, right? They'll say, we're losing money and we have to adapt. And what Fox did after Tucker lost the overwhelming majority of his advertisers a couple of years ago is the same thing they've done every time, which is to say, oh, we're not losing any money. Don't worry about it. Um, and they were. They were losing a lot of money on Tucker's show. He, but, you know, he had half of the paid ads on his program that he had for the first few years. I mean, they literally cut the number of paid commercials that he was running on his program by, by more than half. And they kept it that way for two years. I don't think that's the only reason they fired him. But my, my point in all of that was for something like this, it's like a cost, like anything, it's a cost benefit analysis. And with Tucker, that was one factor. They're losing money. Other yeah. factors that he's uncontrollable. And other factors that there's more stuff that's going to come out about him, right? So when you keep piling on all of those little individual things, it yeah. starts to uh, make people in charge wonder is it worth it? Explain, uh, Angela, to people that aren't in the business, though, that a lot of times people say it's the carriage fees that allow right. them to make their money. This is why they can be so offensive and lose all their advertisers and boycotts may not work the way you would think they would with Fox. Can you explain that? That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things that Fox did about 12 years ago is um, they they basically artificially inflated Fox News's carriage fee. This is a Roger L sort of idea. And the the way it basically works is if you're a cable, if you're any TV channel that is on cable, um, the cable companies pay them a nominal fee, usually you know thirty cents, forty cents, maybe a dollar, um, so that they could then have all these channels available to their customers, and then they bundle them into the packages. All those little bundles, those tiers of cable packages everybody gets. Um, and it is a nominal fee. That's why channels like HBO, for example, are add-ons for five dollars or eight dollars a month. You have to add that on. They're, they're usually too expensive to bundle in. What Fox News basically did is the same way they turned their audience against people, they turned their audience against cable companies, based a lot on lies, threats yeah. that they were going to censor them. Um, and the net result is that Fox News doesn't need a single commercial to be profitable. In fact, they could have zero dollars in ad revenue. They would still have a 40% profit margin. Um, and that's because they get the overwhelming amount of their money from carriage fees. And one of the things that was happening while the Dominion trial was supposed to be unfolding is Fox News was renegotiating three of their really large cable contracts. And the increase, just the increase that they were trying to get a loan was worth about a billion dollars a year from just those three companies. Wow. Wow. Um, so what do you, uh, uh, Smartmatic is bigger, is bigger, is a bigger uh, dollar amount. Is that, what's that going to do to them? Is that not going to, you don't think hurt them either? It, it, it very well could, you know, and they just they they just had a, a victory this week. They obviously got overshadowed by so many other by so by so much other Fox related news. Um, but they went to court to basically ask for a bunch of documents related to Rupert Murdoch yeah. that Smart Matt, that that Dominion wasn't able to get, but had started to discover that the Murdochs had held back yeah. during the discovery process in their trial. Um, Smart Matic won that at the hearing and. 
um, Fox agreed that they would, you know, go through the right. process of essentially turning over these documents. So, and that is important because, you know, the money is really significant for Fox that matters. But one of the things that helps lead to this cascade of consequences is the insight. You know, if you get a, if you start to peel back the veil, it begins to snowball because the entire thing is rotten to the core. It's yeah. not like they just did one bad thing one time. It, you know, it is it is their business model. So yeah. Sort of lie no, li- yeah, lying is their right? business model. You're exactly right. Yeah, I was saying like fraud is yeah. was Trump's business model his whole life. Um <laughs> So, Angela, in terms of like all the coverage of Tucker and all these stories that we've had come out, so you just think it's the was the drip drip in the full glass? Do you think there was one factor more than others? More than others? Because I keep saying it wasn't what already came out, but like you sort of implied, what is still yet to come out, right? Yes, that's right. And I, I, I here's the one thing I know for sure: the official reason that Fox sort of started leaking to the Times and has been reported in the last couple of days is clearly not true. So what Fox News is claiming is that the day of the trial, they discovered that Tucker Carlson is a racist. <laughs> I mean, that is that is, is so ridiculous. Right? They, they, they say, well, we found this one text message that was part of the materials we collected to respond to Dominion. And when our leadership team found out about this horrible thing that Tucker Carlson said that was racist, we were both shocked and we knew we had to take action right away. And so not only is Fox, that is clearly ridiculous, but they're also blaming Tucker. They're saying that because they found this explosive piece of information, they also realized that they had to settle really quickly in order to make sure that it it didn't turn into a larger issue for the company. Yeah. Um, again, kind of ridiculous to blame Tucker for the extra settlement. It was obviously the entire network and not it wasn't just about Tucker, but to sort of kick him on the way out. I think personally, and I think the Times sort of alluded to this, mm-hmm. is that you have all this Abby Grossberg tapes. Um, you have another lawsuit that's very likely to come out from Ray Epps, um, who's somebody that Tucker yeah. really smeared. Again, each of those is a piece of discovery. Each of those is insight. There's also other tapes, apparently, right? Because if you look at the Times, one of the things that the reporting acknowledged was that, was that there was um, sort of Tucker's off-camera conversations that somehow got leaked, and clearly there's going to be more of those. Yeah. Um, and I think when you look at the totality of circumstances and you recognize that Fox is in the middle of these negotiations now, what they needed was two things. They needed to stop this sort of open wound that was a vulnerability, especially because there's so much uncertainty around it. And then I think the second thing they needed to do, and this is important as well, is that they needed to get control of their company again. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you'll appreciate this, but like Tucker was not quite at Rush Limbaugh level. Yeah. But he was sort of filling the center of gravity left by Rush Limbaugh in the right wing echo chamber when when Limbaugh died. And that that is a significant point of influence. So Tucker wasn't too big to fail yet, but he was rapidly becoming too big to fail. Yeah. I'm not sure how big a factor calling your boss the C word is, but around here we call that uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, actually, do you want one of the, the the stories about that, which is incredible, is he called somebody else the C word in these text messages. Fox called everybody, team, and again, I think this is part. Of, he did, and Fox's legal team redacted this during the yeah. during the discovery process. They like they said, well, let's redact it. It's not relevant, you know. Um, and Tucker called their head of legal. And said, "No, no, no! I want the world to know I called her that, unredacted." Wow. And he was fighting with Fox's wow. own legal team to get that unredacted, so people could see that he was calling these people to see her. Wow! Wow! Um, he thought it was—he didn't want to hide back. And 
That I also think is a part of this, is that one of the things Tucker did, not just in the wake of 2020, but also in the process of this Dominion case, is that he was talking to Viet Din a lot at Fox, who's there sort of like head of legal, but he has this very large role and large footprint. Um, and Tucker was fighting with him all the time. Yeah. And what? he he's a, Viet is a really significant part of like sort of the Murdoch confidence sort of team. And um I think if you're him, you're realizing, wow, this guy is getting really big for his britches. Well, like he's toxic, just, he's uncontrollable. You I know, gonna, I was um, going to say, what it's a, not just on air. What a den of vipers! You tweeted so Fox accepts kept a record of HR violations, misconduct, and other fireable offenses. And instead of doing anything about it, they let Fox staff endure these issues on the off chance they needed to blackmail Tucker one day. This isn't the own they think it is. And you said seriously though, yeah. Fox leadership announced that they kept a record of Tucker's misconduct and didn't do anything about it. It's actually breaking my brain how truly up this is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have op- research on their own employees, right? They did. And like that is and the idea that they knew about it, sat on it all this time. Like I understand keeping some up. I can appreciate that to some degree. But yeah, there's a den of vipers. They were keeping opposition research to deploy it against them. And and that I you know, I mean, look, that's that is that is the environment that that that, that is Fox News. And it, they are it is rotten to the core. It's not a news operation. It's a political operation. We see similar kind of like backstabbing right when a campaign goes bad. Right. Especially yeah. like a really like toxic republic yeah snipe each other it's yeah it's you know i mean it's not that surprising but right. they're not a news operation angela i gotta say though no one's gonna take my joy <laughs> i know they'll just get another lunatic but i do think this is some measure of accountability you know you said on yeah. twitter you said tuxer is toxic and uncontrollable he's continued pushing election inf- misinformation white nationalism wild conspiracies he launders jones Infowars nonsense on a regular basis um and last thing you tweeted, you said one more thing. Tucker is also a ticking time bomb among the MAGA portion of the Fox audience. Think of all the stuff he said about Trump and the Dominion revelations. Eventually, the Fox audience would see it. Um, going to be interesting yes. to see what happens now. I mean, obviously, they initially looked like they were losing a chunk of ratings and Newsmax went up this week. What do you think happens to the right wing echosphere now? I think that right it, the right wing media is potent because not just its size, but because as you know, it's, a, it's an echo chamber. And if you don't have, if you don't have a conductor for a chorus, what you basically have is a lot of disorientation and confusion. You have what we saw during the Kevin McCarthy fight, where you have factions sort of leveraging their influence to then leverage some parts of the Republican party. And it kind of, kind of creates chaos. What Tucker sort of provided was some, he used Fox News's position to leverage agenda setting power. He was filling the Limbaugh void. And without Fox News, Tucker, I don't care how big his audience get. I really don't care. He will never be able to exert the influence that he had at Fox. That's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I don't. I just don't care. And so, one, it's funny that he got fired. It's two, it, it actually is a big deal in terms of the significance and the destructive yeah. power that Fox News had. Like, we have to think about yeah. the potential here. And that is greatly d- diluted. And the third thing is, is that... Fox's audience is going to cannibalize them. Um, I, I think they'll lose somewhere between 20 and 30 percent of their audience permanently I, I as a result to, of this. I have to hope between um, this and Smartmatic and Tucker's for that there is going to be some degree of accountability because, as you say, I, I just there's many of us, me included, that we've lost friends and family and whatever to this poison yeah. in our body politic that is Fox News. They have killed Millions of people, in my opinion, with COVID misinformation. They, uh, I asked Glenn Kirshner, shouldn't they also be prosecuted for January 6th for the incitement of violence? I wonder what else is coming down the pike for Tucker in terms of January 6th accountability. But, you know, I, 
It couldn't happen to a nicer network is my point. <laughs> I know. And, and, and it's, it's ultimately people that deliver the, 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 the sort of like the death blow. Um, and that, and that's the part about it that I think is, is, is going to give me pleasure is that once they, once they sort of, because as we saw with Dominion, and this is where, where it all comes full circle, Fox's audience has an appetite now. There's a bloodthirstiness to it. Um, beyond just the misinformation, they, they like really want what Tucker was providing them. And so if Fox isn't giving that to them, and Brian Kilmeade is certainly not going to scratch that itch, itch for those people, um, they're going to leave. And they're not just going to leave quietly. They're going to kick Fox on the way out the door. And we're, we're watching that Yay. unfold right now. I'm loving Beck and Megyn <laughs> Kelly and Bill O'Reilly doing segments with each other every day, talking about how terrible Fox News is. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> on that farm in upstate where, where old Fox hosts go to That's run it. free. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Angelo, great stuff. Keep doing the Lord's work and uh, come back uh, sooner yeah. next time. All right. Anytime. All right. Thanks, Angelo. There he goes. Media Woo-hoo. matters. Woo. Moving on to new business. What active unmitigated evil shall the Republican Party undertake this week? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Well, shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up, baby. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, now. Come on, baby. Come on and work it on out. Work it on out. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Sidekick Bonnie of Bonnie and Clyde. She really, really does look like she wants to say something. What political bon mots does she have for us? Meat, 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 meat. Also meat. Okay. <laughs> we have uh, John Fugelstein coming up. Yep. And Frangela. Uh-huh. Why? Because sexy liberal. I, I've been going through my entire wardrobe of sexy liberal t-shirts. Sexyliberal.com. Get those tickets going fast for the one show in 2023. Sexy liberal indictment tour. Yep. October 21st. L.A. Saban Theater. Yep. Get it. Who knows the celebrity surprises? I mean, who knows? Get your face up in it. Leslie in Denver will be there. For she coming in from the city by the bay. Wow. Hi, Leslie. Well, hello, everybody. Yes, I am in Arapahoe County. Uh-huh. And, oh, I forgot my, my introduction. Um, I'm the former, the official former United States Navy Band vocalist of the Stephanie Miller Show turned elected official in Arapahoe County, Colorado. Wow. wow. So, That's a very specific um, title. Wow, 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 wow. Very, very, very We may specific. have to yeah. have you do the national anthem before the opening of Sexy Liberal. <laughs> yeah. I can do that. Okay. I can do that. You know, that, that used to be my gig, you know. Uh, used to be my gig going to um, all of the uh, uh, major events at the Pentagon and all wow. over the place to do the national anthem. So if you need it, I can do that. I, that and would be fabulous. if you need to know about county politics, I can do that too because now I am the first African-American county commissioner in Arapahoe County, Colorado. Oh my God, that's fantastic. The boys were um, somewhat distracted. Bonnie was licking my button as we were talking on the button on my well, microphone. That's- 
sometimes that happens, and it's okay. I understand the distraction. I really do. But I have two things that I wanted to share. The first thing is once we have all of these bathroom laws and bills implemented, and um, I don't know if you all had seen the story about the Texas Agriculture Department, um, that they now are requiring that their dress code be what your um, uh, uh, goes by your assigned gender at birth. So we need to just get all of our popcorn and have a really good time and sit down because all of this stuff is going to change as soon as a transitioned male walks into a woman's bathroom or wears a dress to work. So they did not think about the long-term consequences of their crazy. And I'm looking forward to watching the show. Yay, we can't uh, wait to see you. (laughs) October 21st, SexyLiberal.com. Get those tickets. They're going fast, especially the uh, VIPs. John Fugel saying next. Democrats, the party of job creation and fiscal responsibility. Joe Biden inherited a mess. And what did he do? In two years, more than 10 million jobs created. Now that number, over 12 million. And reduced the deficit by $1.7 trillion. What's the Republican record? Why do you lecture us, lecture America about fiscal responsibility? Go, Hakeem Jeffries, go! Hmm. 34 minutes after the hour. Oh, look at that handsome mug. Hi, John. Hi. Hiya. Stephanie, you all work in media. Are your jobs safe? Is everyone okay there? Are, are, your, are your job? you have a backup plan? I, I, I've been saying all week long, uh, calling your boss the C-word. That's We call that Tuesday around here. You don't get fired for that here. Yeah, that's how I got in the gig the first place. But but you guys are okay, because this is a... Yeah. If you work in media, watch the hell out, man. I, I Nate Silver! Nate Silver, I did not have that in any of my data projections. Yeah, that, that oh, out Silver at five thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Wow. Uh. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. This is the latest. Uh, we just talked to Angela Carastone about Tucker. Offensive yeah. and crude text messages sent by Tucker Carlson. Shocked, I tell you, shocked. A month after he was uh, sued over allegations of sexism, reportedly played a big role in his ouster at Fox News. Oh, was a big Let's see. Uh, Carlson uh, called a, a Fox executive the c-word. Um, he used a similar <laughs> derogatory word. It sounds like there was very few words that were not the C word. Right. He also called uh, Sidney yeah. Powell uh, that. Um, I'm sure he took yeah. some time to talk about demographic shifts alarming traditional Americans. I'm sure he had some time for code talk in there, too. <laughs> he discussed whether his postmenopausal fans will like how he looks on his show. And then he nice. talked about uh, finding another woman yummy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say how great it is that after years of being one in public, Tucker's fired for calling one in private? <laughs> hey. 
Um, by the way, uh, you said uh, the happy birthday, Carol Burnett. Thank you for being born. I just watched the special last night, and I was saying, I texted Jody. I only got like four seconds in before I started crying. Oh, my God. I thought it was fantastic. Well, by the time we yeah. got to Lily Tomlin, I was like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. God bless her. It's uh, she's a great lady, and I've had the great pleasure of having her on my show too. And yeah. and uh, we get to say that we were alive at the same time that that she was alive. Yeah. And uh, oh, and if I if I can announce also uh, next week on my show, uh, Smokey Robinson. <gasps> I sat wow. down with him uh, two days ago, and we talked for over forty minutes. It's incredible. We're going to air it next week. So, wow. so go cool. go celebrate your legends while they're with us, people. Yeah. So, well, speaking of which, you tweeted about uh, Jerry Springer, which um, yeah, yes. you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, we were saying that. Well, first of all, we killed his show, so I felt, you know, posthumously bad about that. But it's okay. <laughs> but he was a strong progressive voice. People sort of didn't, you know, remember that he had been a mayor, you know, before he did uh, the whole show. But you tweeted, "I spent all of election night 2016 on TV with Piers Morgan, Ann Coulter, and Jerry Springer, and I can tell you that Jerry was the sanest person in the room on the most insane evening." <laughs> what was that like? Well, you know, uh, it was it was it was crazy. I had just we had been doing a special at Sirius XM and all the comedians were like leaving in tears by 10 p.m. I walked across Times Square and it was so quiet. It was empty. I felt like Will Smith and his dog got to this, the, the hotel where we were filming with Piers Morgan. It was Good Morning Britain. And they had me on all night. I was on until five in the morning. And like Ann Coulter was on my left and Jerry Springer was on my right. And Jerry was wonderful, and he was soulful, and he was wistful, and he felt sad about it, but he he was... Ann Coulter had had the greatest victory of her life, and so she was furious and angry and driven by hate and kept saying, you lost, you lost. I was like, lady, I'm, I'm a white male. I'm a, No, you lost. I'm like, lady, I had a pretty good year financially. I'm okay at his... Not, no, you... Finally, lady, I'm a comedian. I won. Who loves America more than a comedian that votes against Donald Trump? I would have been fine with Bill Clinton as the first lady. But then, Steph, I realized I'm being insulted and hated by Ann Coulter on national TV. And that's like Jimi Hendrix playing a solo just for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, I always remember Jerry held my hand that night. Aww. Aww. Um, by the way, so I've been uh, saying all week that uh, I don't care if Joe Biden is 11 billion years old. I'm voting against Thank fascism. And I, Thank you. <laughs> I oh, my God. So he needs a nap. Okay. I'll, oh, okay. I'll take a president <laughs> who needs a nap over a president who needs more defense attorneys. Can we just get yes. that clear Thank right you. now? Uh, he's 80. Harrison Ford is 80. Okay. Martin Scorsese is 80. I would vote for Joni Mitchell. They could all be president. Martin, Mar Paul McCartney. He's British, but he could be president. Mick he's Jagger 80. is uh, is uh, same age, right? As uh, as Joe Biden. Yeah. Richards is Still 80. touring. Parts of, him, yeah. parts of Keith Richards are 80 <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, and I want to say other thing. One more thing about yes. that. I don't mind having a president who's not thinking about his next job or his mistress. I'm fine with an old guy as president. <laughs> um, I think it was a good week on balance. Tucker Carlson, bye-bye. Your thoughts? Uh, wow. You know, it was amazing. I, I, I have a theory that Tucker will get a great replacement. Um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> we, we still don't know why he was fired. We still, all we know is what Rupert has leaked through Rupert's newspaper so far. And Rupert has leaked that they have an opposition research file on Tucker Carlson. Right. So you will never hear Tucker Carlson disparage Fox or News Corp in any way. He's not going to sue them. They've got so much dirt on him. If we know that he's been saying anti-Semitic stuff and the C word, then we know it's much, much worse. And show me any corporation in America 
where you can call your boss the c-word and not get fired well, and also, I, you know, we, show, were, we, were talk- your show. we were talking to Angela Carasone about, you know, between Dominion and Smartmatic. I'm going to take the win and Tucker Carlson being gone this week. I'm going to say there's a little more justice in America today. There's a little more accountability that, you know, you can't make lying your entire business model as Fox has done. I think it, without there being some consequences, I was heartened to see ABC News edited their interview with Bobby Kennedy Jr. to exclude vaccine remarks. And they said, uh, they just said they confirmed in a disclaimer it had uh, it had been edited to uh, exclude those remarks. They said we should note during our conversation, Kennedy made false claims about the COVID-19 vaccines. That was the kind of thing he could go on Tucker and do, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Data shows the COVID-19 vaccine has prevented millions of hospitalizations and deaths from the disease. He also made the misleading claims about the relationship between vaccination and autism. Research shows the vaccines and the ingredients used in the vaccines do not cause autism, including multiple studies involving more than a million children and major medical associations like the American Academy of Pediatrics and the advocacy group Autism Speaks. So, you know, John, I just hope I and the other thing, I, and I love Bobby. He's been on this show. I've I, considered I him a friend so a long time ago. I don't know what's happened, but one of the things he said, I don't believe we should be the party of war. Uh, I don't Democrat. Yeah, I, I first of that. all, again, where is our moral clarity on Ukraine? Yeah, let, let's this talk is about not that. Joe you know, Biden being a warmonger. Right. This is the United States standing for democracy and against uh, genocide. You know, and that didn't used to be a tough question, did it? Everyone, uh, everyone on the right who's now saying they're anti-war is usually pro-Putin. Okay, yeah, because in you. this situation, we are not supporting a war. We are not waging a war. We are supporting democracy. We are opposing imperial invasion. I wish the rest of the world had stood up against the United States when we invaded and occupied Iraq, yeah. the way we're seeing I, the solidarity John, now just, with Russia's defense. I was just going to say to you, I'm having a flashback. Do you, there was nobody more anti-Iraq war than you and I. And it wasn't because, no. oh, a Republican was president. It, yeah, none it, of these it's because it was wrong. The peace marches, by the way. None of these Republicans yeah. were at the peace march. They it, were calling us appeasers. And right now, right. they're the ones. It's because you it know was what? wrong. And just it was let based Hitler on... have some of Poland. Let Hitler have some of Poland. Why do you want war? Sorry, it's because it was wrong. It was because it was based on lies. That's why it wasn't because it was a Republican president. And this exactly. it's it, it, this is the same thing. There should be. I don't know, John, you talk Bible all the time. Isn't this right or wrong? Not right or left. Right or wrong. This is right this is wrong. he is. I mean, we just talked to Dr. Red Leonard yesterday about the, the you know, genocide of, of yeah. children of and civilians going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know, there is one way to stop the war, and that's for Putin to stop. You know, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You have if they are not directing their grievances towards Putin first and you can find out really quick when you're talking to anybody online or in real life about this, just say, but but Putin's the bad guy, right? Putin Putin started this, right? Yeah. Ukraine made a deal with Russia in 1993 that President Yeltsin signed where Ukraine, which at the time had the third highest nuclear stockpile in the world, when the Soviet Union broke up, they gave all the nukes to Russia and Russia signed a deal promising to always respect their borders. So what are you guys talking about that Zelensky should start negotiating surrender while Russian troops are still raping women and murdering children in his country? I'm sorry, I am anti-war. And if you're anti-war, you're anti-Putin. You're not anti the side defending itself. Thank These you. are the same jackasses who want civilians to have AR-15s for self-defense, right. Steffi. Right. Yep. Um, 
you also tweeted the only way background checks take away your Second Amendment rights is if you're a criminal, insane or a terrorist. And if you're all three of those things, you're probably already an NRA lobbyist. I mean, again, I just think these are some of the issues, John, what we're going to be running on in, in uh, 2024, not bullying trans kids. How do you keep your kids from getting slaughtered in school? You know, yeah. not not I, I mean, I just I fail to think that there's a huge majority of uh, parents that are concerned about drag queens. You know, exactly. Exactly. Oh, but Hunter Biden's laptop and the word woke Hunter Biden and the word woke the word woke. Look at Ron DeSantis right now. We are in. You mentioned this before, but I think we're in the golden age of micro accountability. You know, Alex Jones loses the suit. Fox News loses three quarters of a billion dollars. Tucker Carlson gets fired. Trump is finally indicted. Uh, Clarence Thomas, uh, not so much. Mm. But we're in the golden age of like a little bit of accountability. And that's all people want. We don't want revenge. Good people who try to be good people and follow the rules are really tired of seeing these schmucks get away with it every time. Yeah, and that's exactly why we're... Once Trump is in jail, we can go after Bush and Cheney, by the way. Yes, that's why we're firing up that sexy liberal engine early. This is oh, yeah. another good sign I will take. His chemotherapy is over. over. Jamie Raskin says his cancer is in remission. Star of Sexy Liberal DC with us. Um, indeed, a, a, a sexy liberal. And we are, we're firing it up. LA, right? The one show only in 2023. Go to sexyliberal.com. Tickets are already going fast. John yeah. Fugel saying, House Sparks, Frangela. Glenn Kirshner just added, and it will be a cast of a star-studded uh, cast. Huge cast, yes. huge cast. Yes. Uh, tonight, I'm I'm on News Nation tonight with uh with with Dan Abrams, uh being the lonely liberal, and um <laughs> uh, tomorrow night I'll be in Tyson, Virginia, with the great Carl Frisch yes! for his fundraiser as he runs for re-election on the Fairfax County School Board. So right. please come on down. I think you can see it streaming as well. Uh, it's going to be the Schoolhouse Correspondence Dinner. We hope to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you go go to MooksforCarl.com. Yep. To uh for information about the streaming. Yep, absolutely. Love you, John. Yes. Tuesday night at the Bell House in New York, I'm doing a storytelling show for the Proton Prom with uh, Janine Garofalo. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fun. Hooray. Okay. Yay, John. All right. And that's the way the news goes. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. is late i don't know if she has an excuse or not hi karen do you have a written note oh i I, well i was i was here early but that's you know that's okay because i I will wait for you yes i will wait for you that's okay thank you (laughs) anyway no i will find you no matter uh, what occurs i will find you (laughs) go ahead i know likewise okay so i just want to say um i was watching morning joe and jim himes was on and they were talking about this 21-year-old airman who, um, you know, just, you know, boys will be boys, shared classified information um, online with his buddies. But the reality is they found he had amassed an arsenal of weapons. So, you know, while the attention is on Fox News, um, coupled with the fact that um, Jim Himes was also reporting that apparently the DOD doesn't have um, – proper vetting or um, oversight, you know, uh, in place. And there's problems with the technology. This guy was able to print out these documents. This is a national security 
threat. I mean, with J6 members of the military and with this young man or whatever, we have got to call Jim Himes, and I have his number, which his Washington number is 202-225-5541, and we need to call and demand that the DOD um, strengthen their security and also get Fox News off these military bases because they are spewing Russian propaganda. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, honey. Boo, 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 boo. Love you. Have a happy weekend. You too. Bye. Foo, 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 foo. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a whole, I don't know, white supremacy, toxic masculinity. Uh, did you yeah. see this uh, ex-Proud Boys? Uh, he said uh, hours before they began deliberating the fate of the five Proud Boys charged with seditious conspiracy, um, he began using the locker room talk defense that, you know, Trump used about the grab mm-hmm. him by the seat yep. tape. He said, what they're trying to do, people are trying to do, manipulate how we talk to each other in the locker room. It's not fair. It really isn't. It's just not right. Oh, my God. They're all such little snowflakes, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. And I'm sorry. This is seditious conspiracy. It's not locker room talk. Yes. And it, what Donald Trump is accused of is rape. It's not locker room talk. It's just, ugh. I just, you know what? I'm about to blow this week. Thank God it's Friday. Okay. I can, you know what I could use? Some more Hakeem Jeffries. Thank okay. you very much. Here we go. Yes. What? is the Republican record. President Reagan comes into office and the first thing that he does is massive tax cuts for the wealthy, the well-off, and the well-connected and explodes the deficit. President George W. Bush comes into office 2001, 2003. Massive tax cuts for the wealthy, the well-off, and the well-connected. Two failed wars, a deep recession, explodes the deficit. President Trump comes into office. First thing he does in 2017, massive tax cuts for the wealthy, the well-off, and the well-connected. The GOP tax scam. 83% of the benefits going to the wealthiest 1% in America explodes the deficits. How dare you lecture America about fiscal responsibility? Yeah. Go on, Hakeem. Need more of that. All right, and I've had extra carnation instant bitch. Why, Travis? Why? What happened now? The Equal Rights Amendment. Oh, yeah. 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 Chuck Schumer on that. Hmm. We lost this vote. We are going to win this fight. Yeah. And that's why I moved to reconsider so we can come back and do it again. And people all over the country who voted against this will be, be told, why did you do that? Why didn't you vote for the equality that America believes in? Why didn't we take that giant step towards greater equality? Yeah, why? Why? He has said it's been exactly 100 years since the ERA was first proposed in Congress. Women cannot wait to uh, afford to wait another 100 more. Uh, one more. Chuck Schumer. There is no good reason that we bind ourselves to limitations. They were set 50 years ago by politicians who are long gone to prevent us today from guaranteeing equality for women. And we are going to fight and fight and fight until we win. And then he said, who won the world? Yeah. Girls. Girls. Then he went to the single ladies dance. Right. And then he did the single ladies That's, dance. Yeah. It was really awkward. <laughs> it was really, really weird. No, but you know who I'm doing the single ladies dance with in a minute? Yeah. The Blackest Hour in Radio. Oh, yeah. But they're not single. It's okay. We can do, we can still do the single ladies dance. The Black Power Hour with Frangela. Next.
It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. This is what America is all about. It is 2023. Women are under assault politically in so many ways, whether it's the right to choose or women's health care or discrimination or so many other things. It's about time America said no to all of that. It's about time America said no to the MAGA majority on the Supreme Court, that we need protections for women. So we are here today, but we are not sad. We are exultant. We are not here to curse the darkness. We are lighting candles for the future. Because when you fight and you're right, you win. Yeah. Okay, it's time for my backup and my black up. Oh, Frangela. Oh, Frangela. It's uh, bye Tucker week. One white supremacist down, $11 billion to go. Oh, Ooh, it's, mm, it has been a good week. Let me mm. tell you, we said it on the final word. We said mm-hmm. you. we didn't think we could get happier or higher than the indictments. And then baby Jesus brought Christmas early in April. Mm, mm, yeah, you know what? We could call Tucker right now because I know he's home. He's not busy. Uh, what? What? <laughs> Tucker, 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 put that suit down. You ain't going nowhere. Boo, boo, you in your basement. You don't need to wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. No one's taking my joy this week. I mean, no one. I get all the this, that, and blah. No, maybe mm. their insurance will pay it and blah. And the, you know, the Dominion suit. But I, there was some measure of justice this week. There was a little bit of a accountability and I'll take it right exactly y'all I don't know if you heard but Fox strongly suspects that Tucker Carlson might be racist <laughs> I hope nobody was driving when I said that <laughs> they um, strong they just got wind of something and I'm I mean yes it's mind-blowing um you know I don't wait till Friday to trigger you however um Mehdi Hassan tweeted that Bill Maher thinks black people aren't addressing uh, gun violence in their community tells you much more about Bill Maher than it tells you about black people. My response to Maher's recent comments, both lazy and offensive on violence in Chicago. Oh, my God. People that were supposed to or are somehow used to be liberals or whatever it is. What is he with the Republican talking points? First of all, as we keep saying, Chicago is not even in the top 20. Of, of deadliest cities. Secondly, as Mehdi Hassan pointed out, white people kill other white people at about the same rate black people kill black people. So it is just lazy and offensive. And I think somewhere in Bill Maher's thing, he actually said, you people. 
I mean, oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. I got yeah. news for you. I, I really do think that Bill Maher has a problem around race and issues of gender and gender equality and heterosexism. I really do. It's just, it's a, it's doubly offensive to me when you, because first of all, we see the Chicago, we, we get the dog whistle. We get black when you say Chicago. And when there are so many, how many red states and cities have higher, are, are higher crime rates mm-hmm. than Chicago, right? Well, and, and here's the thing. When, when crime happens to white people, mm-hmm. it's, we're sad about it. There's a whole range of feelings and thoughts that get applied to white plight. Black people get shot. It is, that's how they live. It's that's a failure of culture. our community. And, and trans people, the most, the most endangered population in this country, the, the trans population, the, that's, that's entirely not worth talking about. Yeah. Like, and, and I can't with Bill Maher. And I can't, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to shock him, but black people are not waiting to hear what he thinks about anything. We really aren't. <laughs> um, and he can go on tour with Dennis Miller now. Yeah. You know, take the mask off and get with your people. Well, and, and I think the other thing he says, how come black celebrities aren't speaking out about that? It, they have and they do. You know, you, somebody said, like, white people are never at those marches, you know, when they... Um, What's his, uh, you get mad at see you're coming and going right because he doesn't like the lawsuits either right, right. see this is the thing like it doesn't this is not he is not on the cusp of information in wokedom he really is not and i don't know <laughs> why yeah. he thinks he is and because i don't know HBO why hbo keeps on giving him the platform to do it thank yeah. you yeah um by the way speaking of trans people too i was reading it <clears throat> i think it was a ted lu tweet earlier i do think this is such a winning issue for us in 24 he just said why is the government involved in such intensely personal issues? Whether it's what women want to do with their bodies, who you want to love, who you want to marry, and, and trans people. He said, why? I just, I, I, it, the, the, the Republicans have made them such a particular target. It is just sort of, I, I guess they've just run out of, they've run out of groups to demonize, I guess. No, and also they're the, the most endangered. That's what you do. You go after the weakest people. You go after the people who have the least access to power. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I truly do believe with the GOP? I believe that these are people who have banged themselves into the framework of white Christendom, even though they were not that. And they're angry that the people who go out into this world and truly live their lives, themselves, their true innards, they're angry about that. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you love who you want to love? I don't. How dare you worship how you want to worship? I don't. I didn't get a chance to do that. How dare you choose what what gender fits you? I didn't do that. Right. This is the latest one. A Texas school district canceled a field trip to see a performance of James and the Giant Peach after a single parent complained that actors were dressed in drag. The parent uh, raised concerns at a recent school board meeting that some actors were playing both men and women in the performance. Um, Another parent said, drag is not a big deal. It's theater. It's art. It's been part of our culture for years. Also, small community theater like this, (laughs) 
yeah. yeah. doesn't yes. have a lot of people yeah, like auditioning huge... for it. So sometimes you do have to play multiple parts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it in Shakespeare it's as well? Insane. I don't know. Yeah, Shakespeare. I have a theater it's, degree. It's but absolutely insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. And I'm like, what, you stay up at night. This is the thing, James and the Giant Peach. Because let me tell you something. Now I got to go see it. And I had no interest in it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Your I, hate is messing up my social time. I have to go out and do things now that I don't even feel like doing. <laughs> but it just, it, I think this is going to be one of the big things, don't you think, in 24? is just these are fictional, whether we were joking about the green M&M during the, the break or, you know, as I think it was Rude Pundit said, not teaching your kids about Rosa Parks is not going to do anything for your home insurance rates, right. w- rates in Florida, which have gone through the roof and are causing people to leave, have to leave Florida. Or lose their house, you know. They're just not. They're not focused. I don't think issues that real people are focused on. Do you? No, not at all. And then you got the media and people like Andrea Mitchell, who spend their entire time on air talking about the age of someone who I believe is younger than her. By the way, I've been meaning to bring this up with you, with you guys, and I keep forgetting. Don't you think, at the very least, Andrea Mitchell should not be allowed to interview young black people? I'm just asking. I don't know if you saw her interview with one of the Justins. No, I didn't. The most cringeworthy. I, it just was so painful to watch. I didn't know. I, Because, you know, she's just, I don't know what it is. She's just very. There's a lot. Stumbling and awkward. Wrong. And I sort of Republican talking points. But, oh, my God, that interview was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's who she is. And they and I'm sick of seeing her. And I'm sick of her, her craptastic yeah. show. We I got really rid of Chuck. Andrea Knight has to go now, too. Yeah. And, you, and, and you know, what they're trying to do over there at CNN, which is become Fox Light, you know? Can I, let me just, because, you know, you guys are from the Growlings. You are master improv artists. So you guys play the Justins. I'll be Andrew Mitchell in the skit. So you talk about what you're fighting for in Tennessee. And I'll, I'll, okay. I'll. Mm-hmm. What we're fighting for is equality. What we're fighting for is parity for people to have a voice. Yes, and gun, you know, control here in Tennessee. Yes, so important with, uh, you know, what happened to Martin Luther King? <laughs> the other black oh, person I swear to God, I swear to God, that was part of the interview. She, I, I don't know what she, she's like, oh, and so with what happened to Martin Luther King? Oh, she woke up to say and that? Like, I th- the Justin's face just was like, uh, right, I know. I'm sorry, does yes. think that we all aren't, we all don't notice this? Because it. Andrea keeps nodding out. Like, she's been having some serious, okay, they look like heroin nods out. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but she's been nodding out on the regular, and I, they keep acting like we don't see it. You see that interview with, she was on with uh, Chris Jansen, and she's literally full on, just her head leaning all into her chest. Like, gone. gone. And if history's any guide, Frangela and I are not against day drinking. Our point is, no. we are not hosting an hour in the early morning on MSNBC. That's why they ask us all the time and we go, no, y'all know we can't because of mimosas. Right. And we were out partying till four. Listen, we did a lot of a lot of marching, didn't we? We've done women's marches together. Lots of stuff. What does that mean? We call that our pre mimosa time. And then we would go. Remember, (laughs) we have our we have our uh, resist brunch. We march and then we brunch. Yes. Exactly. Which March was that? Varieties of hash. It's delicious. Which March was that? Remember when we ended up with the mimosas over at the... All of them. Yeah, we did more than one March. They have a bottomless mimosa if you fight for justice. Yes. (laughs) 
I was caught I'm, in the yard. Those are my favorite uh, things. If Hillary had won, we could all just be having mimosas now. We wouldn't have to do this marching. Oh. Earlier this week, I was caught in the Armenian march right down the street. Oh, and did I, you have a mimosa just I, out of habit? I did. <laughs> it's a muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> a beautifully wrapped, glossy, sweet-smelling show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Don't understand why I can't say it. Nobody lets me have any fun around here. What's a People stand are just for? wondering if sexy because I'm wearing the my slut tour, sexy liberal unity tour from the, the last you know, one of the last iterations of sexy liberal. And a sexy liberal indictment tour would be, you know a different tour. Right. It's not inherently dirty, that word, is the it? The way you just said it is the dirtiest thing I've Every ever heard you say. Every time you say it, I need a bath. Okay, hey, Frangela, Sexy Liberal hey. Tour, one show only. And uh, 2023, yep. L.A., Saban Theater. Tickets are going fast, sexyliberal.com. Get it. We got to we gotta crank this up early because why? Fascism. Because why? Fascism. Yeah. Yeah, because of the fascism. Yeah, yeah. Because of the fascism. Yeah, and because Seth Homo of Hope will be there. Hi, Seth. Hello, homos and frangelomos. Happy frangelomo Friday. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I can't wait. I can't love wait it. to celebrate with you. Um, love you guys. Okay, two things. Um, number one, um, two words for Nikki Haley, Chuck Grassley. Oh, yeah. And I have more words for her, but yes. <laughs> She only deserves to. As Tucker um, Carlson would wanna, say. Hmm? What? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I won't say it till Tuesday, though. I'll say it on Tuesday. Okay. I'll see her then. Go ahead. Yeah, you will see her then. Mm-hmm. So um, the, woman, the Texas woman who testified uh, to the hearing about her horrendous health crisis situation yeah. with her pregnancy and literally was left on death's door. Well, a few things about that. First, her two senators, Cruz and Corwin, chose not to be there. Mm-hmm. Next. That Lindsey Graham couldn't have looked more put off that he had to listen to this. So I say to Lindsey Graham this, knock it off or you're going to give self-loathing in the closet homosexuals a very bad name. A very bad I name. I don't know what you're and, referring to. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. No, it's true. The hope on this is that everybody is watching this insanity. Yeah, it, it's 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 like the blinding glimpse of the obvious. Yeah, and well, they just keep lying. Going... Lindsey Graham keeps saying this lie over and over about all oh, they want, you know, abortion right up to the moment of birth, and Trump goes farther even after the after the baby's born, they execute it. It's like no, all of that is illegal. It's just they 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 cannot win on an issue without completely lying about it, can they? Oh, sorry, did I stun you into? Oh. Silence. Oh, I thought you were talking to No, no, talking, talking to you. Him. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. no. No, because they, 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 what they can't say out loud really is, we don't want you to vote, period. We oh. don't really care about whether or not, we don't like people voting because we'd rather just be an autocracy. Like, we just don't yeah. want right. autocracy. And, and by the way, Nikki Haley, he brought up Nikki Haley. Could that, first of all, what she said be more awful and more racist she she said basically Joe Joe Biden. There's no way he's going to live. Right, <laughs> right, 
right five years. What she's saying is, you know, bleh, black lady, Camel Harris. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, yeah. Oh, do oh, we have te- No, she, Ted, she Ted Cruz does it too. You know, so. What's that? She passed her prime, so you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. She didn't like that, I bet. Where is, oh, oh here. Ted uh, Cruz is one? doing the same thing too. Uh, 14. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Listen, Joe Biden is 142 years old. Uh, In a very real sense, this election, the Democrats are suggesting Kamala Harris for president. You're right, there's a real possibility if Biden were to win, and I don't think he's going to, but if he were to win, there's a very real possibility that Kamala Harris becomes the president. And can you imagine Kamala sitting across from Putin? Can you imagine Kamala sitting across from Xi? And and, and when they stand up and bully America, which is what they do, can you imagine her just cackling ineffectively and weirdly and creepily? Um, I can't imagine. No creepy. I can't imagine her giving him BJ's like Trump did. But um, okay, with Putin and Kim Jong Un. But okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how they, all these old white people talk about this other old white person. Like, I'm trying to understand yeah. how. And like, and, like, Trump is, like, this, this spring chicken. Yes. Yeah. He's three, you? he's three and a half years younger. I mean, it's like, what? And first well, of all. I would argue areas of his body are older. And yeah. first of all, Biden's in great shape. Like, she has no re. I mean, it's just awful. to. It's like rooting for Biden's death. I mean, that's what she's basically saying. Like, oh, there's. it's unlikely he'll live five more years. Like, what would she be basing that on? It's just, anyway. But Her yeah. Horrible, 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 horrible black heart. Right. Yeah. It's, it's fear-mongering. Let me make you afraid yeah. of him so you'll vote for me. Yeah. But it's like, Let oh, tell, you, you know, you can't make America afraid of a black woman. You can't. I, it that. is, but that's what she's boogity boogity black, yeah. you know, black lady. And and I'm like, well, good, because I she was my first choice in the primary. Well, like, what are you trying to scare me off? Because anyway, I don't. Yeah, yeah and exactly. then Ted Cruz saying, can you imagine her sitting across from what and giving like the handy jays that Trump gave across from Putin and whatever? No, I I, I can't imagine her. I look standing forward up. to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The heck with well, imagining what? it. <laughs> I look forward to it. I don't know why they think that they're breaking some news to suggest that somebody who's the vice president might at some point run for president. I don't know why right. they think that we aren't aware of that and right. weren't aware of it when we voted for that ticket. Right. Like, that's the thing. I, overwhelmingly. Oh, my God. And the sexism and talking about her laugh. Remember, they did that to Hillary. I'm like, uh, either you, women don't smile enough or a laugh is too weird or whatever. Uh, Fridays with Frangela. Biden is guilty of obstruction. 1,850 boxes unchecked, many found in Chinatown, heavy on classified documents. He has been totally uncooperative, won't show the documents under any circumstances, and is fighting like hell. Oh, my God. Okay. Lie. You're a lying sack of crap. You're a lying, 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 scheming, stinking, nasty you sack know. of liquid crap. Just when I think one indictment's coming next, now I'm thinking it's classified documents are coming next because he's yeah. getting awfully real screechy. Chinatown. What? Chinatown. Chinatown. <laughs> really? Really? Wait. No, no, wait. There's more. Hang oh, on. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. I very simply went by the Presidential Records Act. Very importantly, it was 
designed and written no. for this purpose. No. Have a right to declassify no. and did absolutely nothing wrong, mm. but was purposely given by the DOJ and Biden, a Trump-hating prosecutor, Jack Smith. He's a Trump-hater. His wife's a Trump-hater. His family's a Trump-hater. They all hate Trump. They hate him with a passion. They'll do anything they can to hurt oh. Trump. Third person. Is there, really? Did he over third person there? He is that, did over third person. Added crime? That's an added crime. The third person is really, really interesting. Um, because what he's giving is the narrative for you yeah. to say out loud. He's literally giving you the script. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, because his followers are dumb and they wouldn't, you have to, you can't do an insert name here because there's the people who would say insert name here. Yeah. So you have to give them the actual text that you need them to say. Wow. Um, I was really also, nice of him to talk about my family like that, though, because that is a. They keep talking about Biden's age and dementia. I right. think he doesn't know what year it is. He said that they're trying yep. to steal the 2020 election, uh -huh. Jack Smith. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. He's a harasser and an abuser uh -huh. of our people in order to obstruct and interfere with the 2020 presidential election. That's why they're doing it. We're leading by a lot in the polls. Mm. If I weren't, no. wait, wait. I believe it would all stop. Mm. Or if I I'm weren't sorry. running, I believe it would all stop immediately. But that's They're leading in happen. the polls right now the for 2020. will not stand for this unequal treatment. Joe Biden is uh. guilty. I am not at all. Thank you very much. Okay. No, I, no, thank you. Yes? I got a question. Yes. So if it, if, just following his logic, if he could declassify items in, in his home, then why couldn't Joe Biden, if he's president, and he wouldn't be guilty yes. of holding all the boxes in Chinatown, blah, 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 Did blah. Did you just words, use the words Trump and logic in the same sentence? Yeah. Okay. This is like that second Matrix movie. I really don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Me either. Me either. But I like Keanu. Yeah, he looked cute. I like the leather. You know, I've I officially just, I'm really unclear about the time frames. I've officially become that old lady in every movie. I'm like, I don't get it. Why? What? Like, I, I'm yeah. literally that lady that the number of, explained the plot to me of pretty yeah. much every, not just The Matrix, the, every movie. The number of times you, we, uh, that we have to eh? stop down and you have to ask us what's going on. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Can they do that? And also, it's clear that he, whatever is in his head, this, and you're absolutely right, it's like, whatever is, 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 so this week he's being accused of harassment yes. and assault, so those are the words he uses. Yes. E. Jean Carroll is on the stand talking about how yeah. he, how he, she says he raped her, and I I believe her. Yeah, I do too. I I've been saying all week, God yeah. bless her and her bravery. I love him, her, you know, not backing down from taco penis, right? She's like, you don't get to, you don't get to, uh, you know, beat me up. Because I didn't scream. Some women scream, That's some right. women don't. You know, she was so shocked, I think, at what was happening and how quickly yeah. it happened. It took her oh, 30 anyway. years to come out and bring her voice up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that, the, the fact that that to me, in that moment that she didn't scream, it has taken her 30 years to scream. Yeah, she's speaking for a lot of women that never got a voice in, in this situation. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, and you see exactly why most rape doesn't get reported because of exactly 70%. what happened yesterday. I need them to start. Yeah. 
I need them to start charging Trump with, at the very least, obstruction, but with making threats. Because whenever he's mentioning people and their families, there's no you don't know anything yeah. about their families. You don't even know if he who who's in there. But the reason he's doing that is so that people will harass those people. Yeah, of course, to get at that person. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Francis, I mentioned uh, speaking of me being a little old lady. Um, I believe Chicago, the uh, band that was the when you lost your black card because you are also yeah. a giant Chicago fan like I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I knew I was real. They're playing the Greek. And my girlfriend told me about it. And I'm like, do they have a matinee? I know. I actually asked that question. I didn't. Do they? I'm that lady at the, remember the, because I always go to matinees to the theater. And I went to Kinky Boots. I'm that old lady opening the Werther's. Remember I told you it gets real quiet in the matinees. She's like, why are the boots kinky? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. You and I went to a nighttime performance of the Book of Mormon. We did. Yeah, that, that was quite some time ago. And we both stayed awake. Yeah, that was many years ago. It was not on a work night, though. It was on, uh, was it? <laughs> I can't remember. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Francis, did you ever, have you ever gotten your black card back after that or no? Do you just lose it forever after admitting that you love Chicago? You know what? I've been lipping along, you know, it's she's, just. Yeah, she's in, she's in, um, right now she's in this, this area that she's in transition. Purgatory. Right. Basically. Oh, that's just black purgatory. You're and, transitioning and, back to black? Yeah. She in the lobby. I'm in the lobby. Like purgatory. If I you went to Catholic school right. like I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, She's good very luck. close, though. She's really close. And things are looking <laughs> good. I was at a Mary's. meeting last night. And we were talking about how Kamala's going to, we're going to take over the country as we do every night. She'll, and yeah. I, it was discussed. People were like. She'll be like this close know, to getting it back. And then she'll be like, I like Nickelback. There's something, you know, just <laughs> like, oh, no. Um. You know, can I just say, I believe children are the future. Did you see this? A child told White House Press Secretary Kareem Jean-Pierre uh, that she's inspiring. And that um, she's, he, she said, maybe I want to be press secretary. And did you Aww. see Biden on Take Your Child to Work Day with all the little Secret Service agents? It there were all the, the kids up with the little sunglasses and earpieces. And let me tell you something. That might be a better detail for him to use. <laughs> I mean, I, the, the Secret Service, I'm not. They're not my favorites. I don't trust them. All don't right. trust them. By the way, uh, speaking, and he also might have been trolling people about his age, you know, about them bringing up his age all the time. Um, I think Trump thinks maybe it's not even 2020. Maybe it's 2016 because Hillary's still living rent free in his he's head. Got, okay, he's got nothing new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here he is. Uh, this is going to be a major announcement. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? I will be retiring the name Crooked from Hillary Clinton and her moniker, and I'm going to give her a new name. I don't know, like maybe Lovely Hillary or Beautiful Hillary. But I'm going to retire the name Crooked so that we can use the name for Joe Biden because he'll be known from now on as Crooked Joe Biden. You would think that Hillary would be very happy today. She'll be, I think she'll be, she's out there someplace celebrating. Yeah, she's not paying attention to you at all, boo. No. no. I can tell you that. She's living her best life. I mean. She's living her best life. Do you get a headache? You know what? Do you get a headache in both eyes? Like, I don't. How much longer are we going to have to endure his voice? He's a bully. Yeah. yeah. He's a bully who gets to come out and go, okay, everybody. New. new yeah. Like like Richard Pryor in um The Wiz. Today, the color is red. <laughs> Today, we're, we're not going to call her this. Today. Today, we're going to use it on Joe. Well, it's- okay. In fairness, though, Francis, he does only have three words to work with. Yes. Yes. 
I think I think his vocabulary, if it's possible, is getting smaller than it from like eight to three. I think you're right. Three right. Words. He can't even he can't he doesn't he can't even say I anymore. He has to refer to himself Jeff. in the third person. He Jeff. lost that pronoun. It's sad. Um, yeah, I made the mistake of asking Chris and Travis because when I came down, I don't know if I saw like there's just a little piece of tape of him going, I'm going to do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, what what was he doing? And I, I always make the mistake of asking. And they said he was uh, mocking a transgender uh, athlete. And I was like, oh, of course he was. Yep. Okay. Okay. And not why well. Do I, why His do object I even ask? work is terrible. I just, I can't. As an improviser, I'm offended. Not good prop, invisible prop work. It's not good prop work. I didn't see the dumbbells in his hand. He has he had fists. That's not how we hold things. And that's not good object work. He's um disgusting. Um, speaking of bad stand up, uh, Ted Cruz. uh, Why? 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 Right wingers. Why is he doing stand up? Why? Why? Stand up. Why? Well, first of all, it speaks volumes that he had to do a pre-recorded video with a teleprompter, that he didn't go do an event, that he didn't have a crowd, that he wasn't Mm -hmm. able to actually stand up and speak. Mm -hmm. And I think it really conveys the incredible diminishment of mental capacity we've seen from Joe Biden, that they had to essentially have him read a script in a very controlled and edited manner. You know, the, the, the slogan he's putting out of finishing the job is, is a little remarkable because the job that he's done so far, that's a little bit like a mafia hitman saying his, his slogan is finish the job. You know, Joe Biden has managed to kill the economy. He's managed to wreak utter havoc and disaster. Okay. All right. The good news is he might be going to jail soon because he's on tape plotting the coup and Jack Smith wants to take a look, see at that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I just whenever he, when he was talking, all I could remember was that so-called statement Trump put on on January 6th. Yes. That pre-recorded mess yes. where he wouldn't even like and I, and I just can't. I just can't. Take, this is the thing. Texas. This is what I don't understand. I get that you may want to vote in some kind of Republican. But Ted Cruz. Yeah. You can't do no better than that. I know. Yeah. And but and Chris was saying this week the right wing is going crazy. This Biden used notes right. for something. <laughs> And of course, like, you know, like clockwork, remember the pictures, the close up of Trump holding notes when he went to talk to parents of slaughtered children. And number three was, I hear you. (laughs) He needs notes on how to act like a human. (laughs) Right. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Yeah. All right. But here, you know, and again, as long as we allow them to set the tone of this narrative and not come back with. All the things that Biden has done in his presidency so far, like lifting children out of poverty. Hello. Okay. Like trying to cancel some of your student loan debt. Like, you know, we could go on and on and on about Biden. Do not let these people detract about his age, about whether or not Kamala should be president or not. We have put forth a fantastic ticket. We have put forth the moral corrosion that came from the Trump administration. We will be cleaning up like a nuclear waste site for the next 10 to 15 years. And we all know better. En fuego. Frangela is en fuego this morning. See, I... I would get those tickets right now for sexyliberal.com. I can feel them flying off the I, fire. I, 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 we all know that their polling is garbage. 
or Hillary would be president. Like, what? I really can't with them. And I they're seventy percent of the people do it. No, no, no. Watch that. We will be voting for him again yeah. because we want to. Not this. Not because we feel we have to, but because he is actually turned out. To, and I, I've apologized for it because I didn't see it in him. He is going to turn out to be, I believe, one of the best presidents we've ever had. Yeah. And I, and Provably. certainly in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Forty-six. I mean. I mean. Come on. We're sexyliberal.com. One show. Yeah. In 2023. Saban Theater, L.A. Okay. Wow. 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 It's the Stephanie Miller Show. I know what you're thinking. I'd like to hear Kevin McCarthy standing up for Clarence Thomas. Here we go. Here he is. Kevin McCarthy. And scene. Uh, okay. And right. Kevin McCarthy. Look, I think there's disclosure forms that are public, and they can do that. If there is a correction, just like in any other place, he can put the correction forward. If you're wondering about there's uh, doubt out there, there's doubt in probably every single industry, in your industry as well, about when people report it, they report the truth or not. But if you're going to be in an office as a Supreme Court, I think you're held to a higher standard. So mm. um, I think you should clarify what you had going, but I don't have any doubt about Clarence Thomas whatsoever. Oh, isn't that nice? It was just a small clerical error on a form. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, taking, I think about asteroids and how that rock just takes all the fire, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and also, you know, again and again and again, our country, half of our Congress is being run by the Tea Party. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kevin McCarthy is the Tea Party, and he is running our government. I mean, the corruption. Well, he, he and, trying. Yeah, the corruption and the rot. I, the, Trump has asked for the Republican-led House of Representatives to intervene by enacting a new law to protect him from the DOJ in the classified documents case. I mean, he literally are out front about that they apparently just exist to be his defense team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it also makes me again think. This is the one that might be coming up the pike next is classified documents because, right, he seems awfully panicked about it. He always tells us what's happening. It's like there are no leaks. There's just Trump. Right. (laughs) Like he just tells you. And he's in a panic about it. And And he's screaming, you guys get out here, do your job, protect me so that I can get in here and clear the way because when, if if Trump gets back into the White House, be prepared to have every right you have be carpet bombed because yeah. they're coming for it. Let's talk about the racist douchebag uh, Air National Guardsman who leaked our classified military documents. He has a history of making violent threats, used his government computer to research mass shootings, try to destroy evidence of his crimes. Um, he had, uh, Jack, what's his name? Texiera, whatever. He, um, she, he should be detained pending trial. He said the, the Justice Department said his violent rhetoric, rhetoric coupled with his apparent efforts to destroy evidence compound his risk of flight and dangerousness. Um, he, uh, yeah, he had a history of making violent statements, owned numerous weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and, and they say he is an ongoing risk to America's national security and should remain in jail. No kidding. Yeah. How, how does someone like this, he couldn't even get a gun because of racist, violent threats he made uh, previously. And somehow he had access to our national secrets. And we put a gun in his hand. We in the military. Him. Taught him how to use we it. we do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And 
have to say the people who he was giving the information to, one of the first things that the, 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 the guy, one of the guys that the FBI spoke to said, I will not reveal his information, who he is, his identity, until he gets out of the country. Yeah. That yeah. was the first thing somebody from his, you know, uh, group said. So, yeah. yes, he is a flight risk. Yeah. Anita in San Antonio, you're on with Frangela. Hello, Anita. Good morning. Um, yeah, uh, Ted Cruz, God, he's such an embarrassment. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, he, what he said was, what did what he ask? Uh, can you imagine Kamala Harris uh, uh, up against Putin or, or G or Z? Yeah. And yes, I can imagine that because I saw the way she handled Bill Barr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was, she was the attorney general of the largest state in the country yeah. at one time. Yeah. She, and she was a U.S. senator. So, of course, and they're looking at people like Marjorie Trader Greene and Carrie Lake, and they have the audacity to criticize Kamala Harris like that. It is a total, you know, dog whistle. Yeah. That's all it is. Yep, absolutely. Um, by the way, speaking of upside-down world, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' Disney lawsuit is political. <laughs> it's just motivated by politics. <laughs> Everything he does is motivated by politics, right? He's such a screw-up. He can't even get the Republicans in Florida to support him. Right. Marco, yeah, Marco Rubio said, I don't think this is a good idea to go against Disney. That's an unscheduled, what is it, unscheduled rapid disassembly? Disassembly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I so know Disney. You, you not going to win, boo. No, not at all. Not at all. You know how you do win? By getting the final word and uh, idiot of the week. MSWmedia.com, sexyliberal.com for that. And tickets to Sexy Liberal. Love you, Frangela.